You are now tuning in to Empower 610, where we power minds one episode at a time. One of our missions here is empowering the creatives and power the community. By empowering the creatives and empowering the community, our whole goal is to empower the culture. What is up, everyone? And thank you for tuning in to another episode of Empower 610, where we empower minds one episode at a time. I'm your boy, B. Diddy, and this is your boy, Shug Nice, apparently. <laughs> that apparently, so if for full disclosure, because I have this anecdote in the notes, I'm texting Mr. Bardalis here, and I said something about dropping a, a music project, and then he's like, oh, you got to let me um, EP that joint, you know, executive produce it. And so I'm like, all right, I, anybody who knows me, you know, I ask a million questions because of my sales background. So I'm like, all right, what does that mean to you? It starts out good. He almost had me in the first half. Like, oh, yeah, you know, working with the beats and producing, overseeing, uh-huh. this and that. Uh-huh. And then he hits me with the dancing in the videos, all in the background, trying to still shine. And I'm just like, I don't want to have to worry about the executive producer trying to be all in the video, all on the record, dancing, coming death rock. Bruh. He said, yeah, you know, I could be dancing like nah, I'm not trying to st- I'm not trying to still shine. I'm just a whole vibe. You feel me? Wow. And he got mid bars. That's crazy. Whoa. <laughs> so I'm like, he's talking about P. Diddy and I'm not. Like, You're like B. Diddy. And he ain't like that. But we, we had a we had a moment. And then I sent him the, the Suge Knight clip from the Source Awards. Then all of a sudden he hits me back with calling me Suge Nice. Nah, nah. And I'm like, bruh. I ain't feeling that. So, you know. <laughs> We gonna we gonna have a poll on Instagram, which which nickname you like better, B Diddy wow. or Shug Nice? That's nothing's ever gonna work in my favor. You nah, know that. Nah, Anytime we about, a, we about a battle rap, man. Yo, <laughs> about to battle this out. That'd be pretty funny. We I'm, to, I'm just trying to get him to rap. <laughs> yeah, that's just diabolical. That's not happening. Not till I want to. So now we about to get real serious because we about to ask you a real personal question. Mm-hmm. It's this time of year. Especially, we just hit the new year with the last episodes. And we want to ask you, have you given up yet? Word. Because around this time period is when people start thinking about their new year's resolution and whether they were correct in pursuing whatever the change they were approaching or kind of aiming for, whatever the goal it was. Yeah, because what happens is um sometimes when it's this time of year you know people start to look at you know they have this um you know this extreme optimism right new year everyone feels like there's supposed to be this new magical thing happening and there's a change and i I love it because i love to see the optimism i just hate when the reality hits and people's ambition starts to take a hit so you know like I hate that people be like, oh, look, all these temporary gym goers like, no, like we should all be uplifting one another like that are people that are trying to make these change. If you need the new year and you need the calendar change to do that, then do that. But our goal here is all about empowerment and empowering people and empowering minds one piece of content at a time, whether it's the full episode, whether it's a, you know, an Instagram real gem, whether it's, you know, short gems on YouTube, wherever it's at. Are you alone for Valentine's Day like your boy Bardalis? Went through a tough breakup, need help making sense of it all. This is your boy Love Jones. Self-love is the best kind of love. Today's gems are sponsored by BetterHelp. 
the leading online therapy platform connecting you with over 20,000 licensed therapists. Helping you getting back to loving you. Communicate through video, audio, or unlimited messaging. BetterHelp offers you flexible options to communicate with your therapist. With a simple questionnaire, BetterHelp will match you with the right therapist for your specific needs in as little as 48 hours. Don't wait to start your mental health journey today with BetterHelp. Go to BetterHelp.com slash Empower610 for 10% off your first month of therapy with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Empower610. Our mission is we want to offset that. And so as we're talking about how we finished the year, the episode that we put out, which if you haven't streamed it yet, make sure you check out that, that episode. But studies show at how often people at this point of year they slowly start to drop off and you know one of my favorite quotes and i know you know this too with mike tyson everyone has a plan until they get punched in the face uh-huh. so right now people are starting at this uh, juncture of january they're feeling that first couple of hits and your mind naturally wants to go back to those old habits because your brain's an algorithm let's face it we're all slaves to our own habit so what are you doing now to make sure you're you're winning that battle you know what 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 are you doing to make sure you don't give up on you know what you're striving for and one of the things that we mentioned in the last episode was the baby steps and setting milestones Mm -hmm. and having that long-term goal but then setting those minor goals i don't even want to call them minor goals but short-term goals yep to kind of baby step into it yeah and around this time period i think people set that really big goal Mm -hmm. and then they compare how far they are yeah and it's not about that because if you think about it for example when you're driving a car at night and it's let's say it's a highway where there's not many cars driving everything looks dark and you can only see six feet ahead of you Mm -hmm. now if you only focus on that six feet you're eventually going to get to your destination Mm -hmm. but if you're focused on looking at the GPS and looking at the number of 40 miles left or 60 miles left, you're going to feel very down and you're going to feel like you have so much to go. That's facts. And part of it is also depending on who you surround yourself with, like we spoke about in previous episodes, Mm -hmm. because around this time of year, you want to align yourself to people that support your vision. Facts. That friends that really are going for their vision as well and people that really will be there for you when you're having these moments when you're down that you can talk to because i I can go to nice when i'm having a a really bad day and we me and him we just hash it out we talk about it and that that was actually one of the roots from this actual podcast because me and you were just having these chats sometimes (laughs) you would call me um, I would call you and it wouldn't be like complaining or anything. It's just, you know, two brothers talking and venting it out. And it's completely healthy and having a conversation because one of the things I actually spoke to you about yesterday is vulnerability mm-hmm. and learning wh- how and when to be vulnerable. Cause growing up, especially like I was growing up in like oh, that old school mentality where a man has to be not show his feelings, not mm-hmm. be vulnerable, always hold like this facade in front of society eventually that builds up and it affects your mental health that's facts and it's going to get to a point where you break down and when you break down you break down bad Mm -hmm. so that's one of the things that 
was actually the premise and the idea of creating this not only for men it's also for women as well for everyone in society as a whole in our community so that's one of the reasons why we wanted to make this episode because especially this time of year yeah people, people are, are going are, through it they're hitting that wall so you figure you know and, and speaking to vulnerability and i feel like people even with just with that word especially men like will naturally start to cringe right like because that's not a feeling of like openness right but when you think about it whether you want to relate it to a relationship you're working on or working in or working through or the business or the goal that you're building it takes a degree of vulnerability to admit that one even just with yourself one Uh i have this habit or this thing that i'm doing or that needs to change and then two to take the step to make an action plan of how you're going to change it and then three what is the plan for when something comes up so that way you can continue to take action a a quote i always like to say um and i'm putting it in my book somewhere in a colorful way but action is the antidote all the time action is the antidote so you're feeling down you, you you know you make one little mistake one mistake in 24 hours doesn't ruin the whole 24 hours it's a moment don't confuse moments with you know the whole day and that's what that's what happens so you know those little seeds of doubt then transfer from one day to the next day to the next day so you literally have to be in a fight with yourself until what Bardalis just said you know surrounding yourself with the right people if you are surrounding yourself with people that they're down in the dumps all the time and you're sharing an idea with them and they don't have any type of way to help when you are down they're just going to bring you down with them right rather than lift you back up Yep. And that's not to say that we don't have down moments, but everyone has them. That's a thing. But you don't want it. You want somebody to be able to communicate and be like, all right, like I'm feeling this right now, which might be down. And so you want that person to listen to you first and hear you out and then tell them, like, is this do I just really want to just kind of get this out or do I need some like constructive criticism or, or help how to uplift myself back up out of the out of the mud to get back to, you know, achieving goals and stuff and like that's where that honesty comes in comes into play but if you're having people that are just kind of bringing you down with them and they're just being negative and naysayers you're just going to be right on their level and you're not going to be able to shine and we're all built to shine we're all meant to shine i'm saying innovation uh, it's innate to create it's a natural thing so when you're not creating you're not innovating you're kind of like digging yourself into the dirt and you don't belong there yeah and one of the things i i think is also important to recognize is because right now We know that not everyone has someone to go to necessarily. So when you're having those down moments, it might be hard to find someone to motivate you or to do something. But like we said before, small wins can create good habits that eventually will lead to a big win. So something as small as just doing your bed every morning Mm -hmm. and picking up that habit, that is a small win and you should appreciate that. Facts. (laughs) Getting up going for a jog or even for a walk it doesn't even have to be a mile just starting small around the block small and consistent and then every time you start making that a habit and then eventually that grows on and then you start meeting other people that like going on walks then you start joining marathons and then you start you know it, it builds from that and also putting yourself in a place and in an environment where you can meet these other people facts so that environment is everything <laughs> and and that's one of the the things that we definitely want to do is create a community where it's a bunch of people that are really looking 
to reach their goals, reach their visions. They have that. Maybe they need that extra layer of support, or maybe they're just trying to network and then to grow their net worth. You feel me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> words big right there. facts. Big facts. You know, some small wins lead to big championships. Yes. And we're all out here trying to win, you know? So it's like, if you listen to podcasts, you listen to music, yo, make a list of things that make you want to move, make you want to motivate, make you want to think different, you know? Every episode you guys see, we have books sitting here. We like to book. We we like to read books. I was gonna mm-hmm. say we like to book. We like to read books, and we talk about Facebook. We like to read mm-hmm. books though, but we like to talk about this with other people. You know, I have a book club that's all hip hop literacy called Behind the Books, that's and dope. again, that's very centered on people that love hip hop, people that like to talk, and like to build, and some amazing epic conversations have come from that for everybody from a very cool like centered healing space on top of just talking about you know the books but you know if you're not surrounded with the right type of people and the right type of environments it's hard to kind of fight yourself and fight the people around you just to get somewhere and that's what essentially is happening at some point so you got to be able to assess deal with your frustrations have the honest conversation i know Uh i'm gonna say this probably every single episode in some sort of way Everybody should be journaling. Yes. I don't care how you're doing it. I don't care if you're recording voice notes, preferably pen to page. Typing is one thing, but you got to understand you're using way more of your brain's abilities by writing things by hand because you have to actually construct letters. You put me on to journaling. And the, the cool thing is there's no real rule to it because uh. uh, at first I felt weird because I was like, damn, I got to write out all my feelings. And it was really hard for me to do that. But then I was like, you know what? I'm going to just start writing things that are in my head, whether it be like small lyrics, yep. uh, small business ideas. I just started writing that and then going from there. And what I noticed is that it it really helps me uh, relax my brain from thinking so much. And then I don't have to think about that thought over yeah. and over again, because sometimes I had moments where I would just fixate on a, on a specific thought or idea. Yep. And then I wouldn't be able to go to sleep because I'm thinking about this thing. No, that's facts. I think of it like a pinball game. Mm. You know, if you've ever played pinball, there's that shiny silver ball. You pop it up and it's bouncing around like crazy. Now, imagine how your brain is working with ideas, stress, depression, anxiety, all these different things that you're thinking about. And there's a bunch of them just kind of bouncing around. When you journal, it's a way to restart and balance things out because you're now freeing your mind for space for things that are more important and more valuable for you to lift yourself up and so i read this one book it's called one to one i forget who the author is but i didn't read that till i was grown already and i'm like wow this made sense as to why journaling was so helpful for me because it's the conversation i'm having with myself uh-huh. and it's like well no i don't necessarily have it i don't necessarily have to be vulnerable with everybody in the world but i knew i do need to be able to be vulnerable with me and write things out and call myself out on what I'm thinking or feeling because once I do that and then I see it on the page and I read it out loud, I realize, wow, that was a really silly thought. And then once I realize that I've now taken it from this big heavy thing that's weighing on me to reducing it to a crumb. Now I can get right past it and put it in the trash where it belongs and get back to, you know, achieving the way I want to achieve. And so now when you do that, you just make situations differently your goals differently whatever you're building in your business your interpersonal relationships it's just healthy like if you're talking to everybody else or posting all your problems on the internet Mm. and you don't even sit with yourself and figure out what the issue is you got a hundred people in your conversation 
that you should be having with yourself or the person that you're having an issue with. And you know damn well you're giving free entertainment for everybody. Free entertainment, yeah. You're being MTV for all your friends, all your coworkers, because they're all talking. They're yeah. all talking. Once you start posting that, they're gonna be like, "Yo, look at what Lewis posted." You can you yep. believe that happened? <laughs> Constant confusion creates illusions. And then sometimes people will purposely contact you indirectly trying to find out more information or adding on yep. fuel to the fire. So that's why it's not always a good idea to just be venting on social media like that. They treat that, it like drama TV. Facts, man. Facts. How many times did you complain about something when you were younger and I messaged you directly or texted you? Man, you didn't, even gotta, say, you didn't even gotta say younger, man. That, back when I was in college, it wasn't <laughs> a couple of years ago. Every every time. Be, I mean, I didn't want to say it. I just wanted to be very general. But if you wanted to be specific, but hey, I'm man. like, yo, that ain't you. Like, you know, I'm not going to call you out on your post for everybody to chime in. And be like, oh, look at this. Like, yeah. I'm going to pull you to the side. In public, I'm going to let you rock. Coach Carter. Coach Carter. Coach Carter. <laughs> Coach Jones, or you could just call me CJ, whatever. <laughs> Coach Shook Nice. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yo. Somebody so, get they mans. So another, and another thing that I thought was very interesting when it came to journaling um, that you added on to it was... I was going through a really rough period before we even started the podcast mm. and there was a specific scenario that I was I kept, you know, cycling through and I kept That's coming right. back to it to not go into many details and then I remember you told me in order for you to not get back into that scenario why don't you write your feelings of how you're feeling mm-hmm. at that moment when you're feeling that negative energy and things on those lines cuz then rather than you going back and then falling back for it you just read that and then you will remember why you left that scenario in the first Facts. place. Yeah. And so that really helped me because every time I was tempted to go back into that, I would read that and I would remember exactly that emotion and that feeling. And for a Ooh. while, music did that for me. Oh, wow. Writing, r- writing lyrics um, to certain songs, especially when I was being super vulnerable, mm-hmm. really remember me, uh, re- reminded me of what i was going through when i wrote that and then there's certain songs that i wrote back in the day that some songs that I even that are not even released that i still listen to in the vault mm-hmm. and i can remember exactly what i was going through through that time period and this is not necessarily for artists only that write music but a lot of people relate to it to artists that they listen to because there's certain Facts. certain songs that bring you back in time and you listen to it and you're like damn I remember I used to jam out to this song when I was going through this in my life. Yeah. And every now and then you might just listen to it just as a rememberer, like a, like a memory yeah. of that. People play to process. Mm-hmm. Just like back in the day when folks, you know, younger days back in my day, <laughs> people would record, you know, music off the radio onto a cassette tape, you know, and they would make mixtapes or playlists or... You know, if you had a shorter you were feeling, you'd create a mix and give it to the John. And that was like, you know, you know, some 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 you know, some love tunes and all that, right? <laughs> but you would create tapes based on the mood. And now yep. like it's so accessible, you can make playlists for the mood, right? Uh-huh. We have a playlist that we're working on. Oh yeah, that's coming so, very soon. So, you know, it's a way and I noticed like with me, I had a um I had a, a playlist series that I was doing, I think it was twenty early 2021, I was doing Soulful Sundays, and then I realized it's just like I love music so much, I like curating experiences, so I just started to do it, and I was like, oh, let me put these out for people to consume, and then after a while, I realized 
when I got to February of that year, because my mother passed away February 2019, and I did one that was all themed off stuff she liked or things that I like randomly like would play for her, or like we just dance and do silly stuff. Then I realized, yo, I'm creating this whole playlist as processing and a coping mechanism right. for processing what I was dealing with. And then when that hit me, like I first of all, I was like excited because I love music, but it just it helped me process things a lot easier. Just being creative about it. And I like what um, Bardala said, too, about like writing, because sometimes people think, um, oh, I can't like write music or write poems or, or journal because I'm not a, I'm not an artist. Or I'm not a creative. It don't matter what level of expertise it's going in your journal that's only for you. So if you want to write rhymes about a situation to process it, then right. go right off because creativity and healing are synonymous. A lot of the people that we love and we enjoy, whether they're painters, you know, graffiti artists, movie makers, uh -huh. documentary skit, skits, music, whatever. A lot of people that you're hearing through those music, they were creating as a means of processing what they were dealing with. And I'll just speak candidly with even my journal. And I, that's why I love journaling so much. I started journaling when I was like 17. No idea what, why, how. I have books from 17 till now. So you figure I got 22 years worth of material. Sheesh. Of things that I can tell you with pretty much a uh, precise detail of things that I was dealing with. The Jones experience coming soon. <laughs> Documentary. Jeez. It's going to be a doozy. Um, but when I look at that, you know, in high school, I wrote all types of poems. I wrote, um, I wrote lyrics, rhymes, bars, ideas, you name it. It's in there. Right. And then fast forward to some of the work I get involved with now, I was like, wow, now that I know more about like neuroscience and, and therapy and creative expression i'm like wow these songs that i wrote way back then were more or less me processing the world of what i was dealing with and even though i never recorded them it didn't matter i felt better about all the situations i was in and they yeah. weren't for anyone else you know i shared it with certain people but it wasn't really about them you know what i'm saying like i had a whole project and i was like wow that's kind of fascinating like 18 year old me was definitely dealing with some stuff that i just didn't share with nobody it was just for me to deal with but it helped me deal with everything and i think that's a beauty in art in general as well as hip-hop as a genre because a lot of artists that write songs in the hip-hop genre it's all about trauma that they've mm -hmm. went through and yep. it's a form of journaling too but through musical expression yep and so that's why a lot of the best songs that come out when it comes to hip hop and the ones that we relate to the most are when the artist is being most vulnerable. That's facts. Because I think we were just listening to some some of the songs and we were just like, yo, like this, this is hitting because some of the specific bars or some of the specific lyrics that they say reminded us of a time in our life where we could relate to it. Yeah. And it just hit, it just hits a specific spot. And everybody everyone who listens to hip-hop had that moment where you just make that face yeah like, like it stank like oh yeah yep <laughs> you know when the bar is nasty and yeah, it's word. like oh like Ooh. exactly and even this and even just relating <laughs> this back to january and where we're at and this something i quote in the classroom because i used it as a, a teaching opportunity um but i always quote jay-z where first lines on reasonable doubt i'm making short-term goals when the weather folds mm. you know what i mean and i've said that on here before and so it's again you have this short-term goals you know the summers are always one during the winters 
Yeah. Plain and simple. And that's when you really become a winner. You got to train and build for that now. So while y'all all out there have that optimism, you have these goals, set those small goals, stick to those wins. And then when you feel like that naysayer energy is hitting you in your head, that mm-hmm. negativity, whatever, negative Nancy, whatever you want to call it and label it, yo, write about it personify it yes, give it sir. a name call it out call it out i got your phone number put that in your book express it however you got to express it whatever you got to creatively do to get through it it may feel weird in the moment which i get it but don't let a small moment of awkwardness hold you back to where you were a year ago make moves now that the version of you a year from now will look back and be hella proud about 